Hey, this is Jen Johans at FilmIntuition.com or Film Intuition on social media and Letterboxd. And this is Watch with Jen and Friends. If Watch with Jen is the studio track, this is the acoustic version. Today's guest is Jedediah Ayers, an author, blogger, bibliophile, and veritable crime movie encyclopedia. Peckerwood novelist Jed Ayers has contributed his fiction to the acclaimed Thug Lit and is a regular, valuable fixture on Blake Howard's many stellar podcast productions, starting with One Heat Minute. An intelligent and funny film buff I first met through Twitter friends Jordan Harper and Travis Woods, who, along with Jed, form my new badass Missouri native trio of friends. They should really start a band or something. In addition to everything else, Jed runs the knockout crime movie and book blog, Hardboiled Wonderland, which I've linked to in this post and have been honored to contribute to in the past. As friendly as he is generous, Jed is just as likely to send you some old YouTube links to Elmore Leonard movies from the 1990s as he is sending people cool old crime books from his collection. And I'm very excited to welcome him to Watch with Jen. Welcome, Jed. So how are you doing and how are you adapting to quarantine life? Uh, I'm doing okay. You know, it's sort of a sliding relative scale right now. Uh, I recognize that a lot of people have got it, got it worse than I do. And frankly, uh, you know, not to sound glib, but uh, I was built for this kind of apocalypse. Uh, I'm pretty good at staying where I live and, uh, you know, doing indoor things, reading books, watching movies. That That's, you know, the the, the main calendars are, are not a thing anymore. I just kind of tell time by whether I'm drinking coffee or beer. No. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, days are just kind of running together now. It's it's so hard to know, like, is it Friday? What What's going on? But it is a weird time. For those listening who may not know, what can you tell us about Hard Boiled Wonderland? How old is your blog, and how'd you get the idea? Uh, well, I'm kind of a Luddite. Uh, I don't, I'm, I'm not on the cutting edge of anything. I'm, I'm, I guess you'd say I'm on the spreading edge of technology <laughs> and, and things like that. So uh, my blog is now, what year is it? It's it's like 12 years old now. Um, and it started because I discovered this thing called the Internet that I'd heard. I'd heard a lot of people talk about the Internet. <laughs> but uh, I, was, uh, I was over at someone else's house who had Internet, and I was playing around with uh, looking at looking things up and see who was talking about certain things. And I found I found a blog um, run by a, a guy named Peter Dragovich, uh, who I follow on Twitter, but unfortunately he doesn't he doesn't uh, do his blog anymore. It was called The Nerd of Noir and that's the same same title as his Twitter handle. And okay. I loved his blog and I wanted to make a comment on one of his uh, pieces. And in order to do that I had to I had to like get a blogger ID or something. So I, I I created a blogger ID and I figured I might as well just have a blog then if I've got this ID. So I I started I started doing writing about 
things I was interested in, which was crime fiction and, and film, and uh, and that that I, I just never stopped. It's not uh, it's not Mm-mm. not something I'm making a living at. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just doing it for the passion. I love that it's on Blogger because yeah, mine that... is still on Blogger, okay. and and I kicked mine off. I want to say like fall of 2006 so not too much uh too much older than yours but yeah yeah, so we're of the blogger era i guess and we both just kind of kept at it have we been passed by i don't even know what the new format like i'm getting the impression but from what you're saying that bloggers not not the thing that people use anymore or do they even have blogs anymore do they just do like instagram and things like that I, i don't know I don't even know. Like, um, obviously, I'm kind of new in the whole podcast world. That was new to me, but mm-hmm. it's been around for a while. I think right now most people are using, like, Medium or WordPress. I tried WordPress, and I just could not figure it out. I wasn't smart enough for WordPress, so I stuck with Blogger. I think it's a little more user-friendly, so I'm just happy to stay there. <laughs> Yeah, it's. Uh, I remember when um, was it the Google? Was it was it called? What was it called? Their, their like social media attempt to be Facebook. Was it Hangouts or? Oh, you're right. Yeah, Google Plus and Google, Google Plus. Hangouts. Uh, yeah, Google. I tried Google Plus at one point, and I this you know when it first came out and. I tried to delete a photo that I had put on there, and it ended up deleting every picture that I had on my blog. No way. Yeah. Really? This was, you know, five years into the blog or, you know, whatever it was. Wow. And I just, I said, forget it. I'm just sticking with, uh, <laughs> I'm just sticking <laughs> with blogger. And, and, uh, so yeah, I've, uh, if you go to really old posts on there, there, uh, uh, there's just these big empty photo holder frames. <laughs> I no can relate. Yeah, because before I realized exactly what I was doing, that I should upload photos that I've downloaded myself, I was linking to photos. Uh, so there are so many links now where the photos are just gone. And yeah. So there's these gaps in old, old pieces, which I can barely stand to look at anyway. Cause it's, sure. You know, the old writing, you're like, oh, my God. But um, so, yeah, it's it's always interesting to go back and think, yeah, I need to update these. But 2,500 pieces later, you're like, where do I start? <laughs> Holy cow, 2,500. Yeah, I don't even know how many pieces I've got. It's not It's not near near that and for a while I then I it's funny I got hired then through the blog I do for free I got hired to write a blog for Barnes and Noble for a few years and uh, they had they used to have a blog for like all kinds of different genres uh you know everything from cooking and parenting to uh, different types of fiction so I wrote their mystery blog for like 3 years uh, and oh, all those cool. blogs are gone. They no longer no. have them. They just deleted the whole thing. So I uh, can't find them anywhere, uh, which is probably good because, again, you go back to those old pieces, you like them. But mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, for those three years, I was continuing to write my own blog and the Barnes and Noble blog. And at the time, I didn't even have internet in my house. Like I used to go in the middle of the night, uh, you know, go park across the street from a bar that had Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, I'd get stopped by the cops all the time. You know, flashlights in my face. And what are you doing? I'm trying to send an email. <laughs> like I'm not doing anything creepy. I'm serious. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Is that where you were telling me once that you have basically a house full of books because you were getting sent those for writing yeah. reviews? Okay. Yeah, because I, I used to uh, be Barnes & Noble's mystery guy. Um, you know, I got I, – I still sometimes get sent books from publishers. Um, yeah. Uh, and I never really got used to, like, how to request – Books. I always felt sketchy about, you know, yeah, contacting publishers <laughs> and saying, "Hey, uh, you want to send me free books?" Uh, so I didn't. I, I hardly ever did that. But still, once you get one book from a publisher, they and they're, you know, yes. <laughs> they just kind of keep sending them. So, uh, so I still get books once in a while, and you know, I, I'll get the. Uh, uh, but you know. You just, I couldn't read, you know, I had to do like two posts a week and I, I couldn't keep up that kind of pace on, especially stuff I wasn't real excited about, so. Yeah. Well, I spoke to Blake last night for his new podcast, All the President's Minutes, uh-huh. and he mentioned that you introduced him to Jordan Harper and were quite the matchmaker for good guests. It's a role you also kind of play on Hard Boiled Wonderland because I've discovered so many new acquaintances and authors through there and through your Twitter. So uh, since cool. you're so good at hipping us to all kinds of new people, who's on your radar now? Any new writers, actors, filmmakers, musicians, or anyone you think we should all know about? Oh, geez. Boy, I know, I'm not put good. you on the spot. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The, uh, you know, well, I, I always go back to Pete Dragovich and the Nerd of Noir, you know, that's where, why I blog now. Uh, so he's on Twitter. He's still, he's not real active, uh, there anymore, but he's a, if you can engage him in conversation, especially about crime fiction or film, though, uh, he, he's definitely, his taste is a little more, uh, a little more upscale than mine he can talk about all kinds of different films and i can pretty much just talk about uh trashy films or really good films that happen to be crime films too um Mm -hmm. uh he's he's good um and you know you you probably know the same folks i do through uh through listening to the podcast and i'm just now discovering that that in quotation marks film twitter is a thing and so (laughs) you know most of the the folks i was following on Twitter where where other writers, authors and and uh, and people who talked about about books and uh I'm now finding that now in book Twitter I guess you'd call it uh I'm just the guy who talks about movies and and now I'm finding oh there's other people who talk about movies elsewhere so um uh I, I you know I I should probably be asking you um about Oh about no, that, but you're so. fine. It's kind of the reverse. I basically started on Twitter just talking about movies and being all around movie people and then started to review books a little bit more for fun. Like I needed 
I needed a little something different. I was getting a little burned out on reviewing only film. Mm-hmm. Started doing books a few years back and then followed more authors. So I'm just kind of needing book Twitter right now. So we're yeah. kind of, yeah, I guess crossing paths that way. Okay. But yeah, there's a lot of great people. And what I love, too, is everyone has different tastes. Like even if you're a crime film person or a crime fiction person, it's cool to discover, like, oh, this person is also obsessed with something you would never guess. Yeah. And so it's nice to kind of get introduced to new things that way as well. Well, I I agree. It's and you know I, I shouldn't downplay how I've enjoyed enjoyed. Uh, I'm glad you're you're among my discoveries. I enjoy reading your your pieces and listening to the podcast. So oh, even when you're you totally unbelievably wrong, which <laughs> I, I don't understand, you know, killing me softly, right? Uh, <laughs> or killing them softly. You're just, just going to rip, rip the bandaid right off and say it. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, know. I don't, don't get that. <laughs> yeah. Jed loves it. I did not. And yeah, he basically almost stopped speaking to me. It was it was not good, but we worked through it. Did we? I know, right? I thought we did. You, you no. feel at peace about this now? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. Well, your letterbox list and your activity there is legendary. Yeah. Is it I mean, legendary? I think it is legendary. Wow. I, yeah, these lists you come up with, like just... You know, you come up with these subtopics, and I just get drawn in by them. So what have you been watching lately? Is there anything you'd like to recommend? Sure, absolutely. Um, You know, mostly I'm watching crime films. Uh, That's just what I really like. And uh, there's a new one, um, new to me, I'm assuming. I don't even know if it played theatrically, but it's it probably did. A lot of the prime originals play play uh theatrically but uh it's on prime now um it's the uh feature debut of a um of a directorial team of uh danielle crudy i'm assuming i'm pronouncing that correctly and bridget savage cole and it's called blow the man down have you Mm. seen that one do you know that one that is actually on my list and yeah. it's one I've been wanting to watch, so I'm really excited to hear it's so good. Yeah. I you know what? I didn't know anything about it. I just saw somebody um mention it. Actually, you know what? I think it was uh I think it was Pete Dragovich. I think it was the cool. nerd of noir just asked me, Have you seen Blow the Man Down? And I hadn't even heard of it. So I saw it was on Prime and I watched it immediately, like probably about five minutes after he, you know, asked <laughs> if I'd seen it. And uh, I was really, really taken with it. It's about um, two uh, sisters in a sort of a, a fishing town, little small town in, uh, I'm a, now I'm going to get in trouble. Is it Maine or maybe it's Massachusetts? Um, I think it's anyway, Maine. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, a fishing town, uh, blue-collar place, uh, you know, great accents to listen to up there um but they're they're dealing with the death of their mother um it opens with uh, her uh wake and um you get the feeling that um that between the two sisters there's like the older responsible one who's always sacrificing 
for the good of the family. And then there's the younger one who feels really just resents being so tied down to the place and can't wait to get out of town and mm-hmm. just leave. And now that mom's dead, there's no reason for her not to be there. Anyway, uh, so there's this family little tension going on between them. And, um, and then little sister, while she's back in town uh, for the wake, gets in trouble, ends up killing someone who uh she she believes she's being attacked and I'll okay. leave uh leave that mystery and she responds by killing the her attacker and because of the circumstances under which she killed her attacker she's afraid uh she might really be in trouble if she reports it to the police so um they decide to get rid of the body and things like that but it it opens up it ends up opening up a huge uh, sort of uh, a bunch of secrets in the small town, and uh, including stuff that uh, their mother was involved in that they they were not not aware of. And um, mm-hmm. it's, it's a really great little. It, it's it's got comedy in it. It's uh, but it's 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 mostly a, a drama and a thriller. And a great cast, including Margot Martindale and um, June Squibb as these sort of um, uh, matriarchs of the town. And, and Margot Martindale, who's always good, really yeah. shines as the sort of um, uh, vice lord of this small <laughs> town. She's got a, a, a little brothel and, and uh, runs runs all all the vice in town and it's a it's a great little role for you know she get, gets to go back and forth between being kind of cute Margot Martindale and and uh justified Margot Martindale no right and yeah. and being really <laughs> scary and intimidating um so there's Love this it. yeah it's it's i think it gets compared favorably to like the Collins to something like Fargo and and i think that's mm-hmm. a that's a fair comparison but it's a uh, you know, if you like that kind of thing, um, if you like small town uh, dynamics of uh, you know people that you grew up with in high school who are now the cops or the you know politicians in town and used to date them, how how do you treat them now? You know, it's weird, weird sort of small town uh, dynamics, uh, and and uh, I'm really looking forward. I have no idea if Danielle Crudy and Bridget. Savage Cole are going to be a, a team going forward, uh, or if they just collaborated here. But uh, really interested to see what they else they do. So that, that's I one of my wait. favorite new movies. Yeah, yeah, definitely want to check that one out. Is there anything else that you are dying to tell us about? Dying to, um, you know, I do think that it made a good uh, double feature. Um, if you if you like uh, thematic. Double features. There's another new, um, new-ish uh, small sea sea town, uh, what, oh, seaside town, I guess is what you'd call it, uh, called Low Tide, directed by Kevin McMullen, another uh, feature debut. Um, you know that one at all? That one is not familiar. No. Yeah. Well, that one is also available on uh, on Prime, but it's a um, it's it's a coming of age slash uh um crime movie it's about some some young kids in this uh uh new jersey shore uh okay. town who uh 
you know, a couple brothers and, and their pals who are, they're kind of low rent dirt bags who aren't, there's sort of a, a rainbow of, of, uh, dirt baggery among them. Like there's <laughs> the one guy who is young enough to still be kind of charming and you think maybe harmless, but is into causing trouble. And then there's the like more hardened really one, innocent ones who oh. are, you know, they're at maybe a crossroads. You know, are oh, they going gotcha. to grow up to be real dirtbags, or are they going to grow out of this sort of uh, troublemaking phase? But anyway, they get involved in uh, in something that's more serious than they've ever been involved in, and uh, mm-hmm. there's a great great tension between them. Shea Wiggum plays the uh, the local constable, uh, kind of you know trying to set them straight and and uh, also solve the crime. So uh, it, they break into houses and, and you know, it, there's, they don't do anything violent yet. But, uh, okay. yeah, they but... they break into the wrong house and find, <laughs> you know, they, they they bite off more than they can chew. And uh, and then there's a real, uh, uh, a real what do we do now uh, dilemma between, between them. And, uh, yeah, I, I was... I was pleased that it went places. Um, you know, a lot of times when you're dealing with uh, kids, kids doing crime, uh, you can go, you can go super bleak, which I, yeah. I love. You know, something like Mean Creek or Bully. Mm-hmm. I really love those films. Um, or you can kind of be, yeah, keep it pretty, pretty heartwarming and and you know, Stand by Me ish or something like this. And I think the low tide really kind of walks a nice a nice line between them. It, the the actions have consequences, uh, and real consequences, and there's a there's a legitimate threat of uh, violence and horrible things happening. Uh, but it's not it's not the extremely bitter pill that something like Mean Creek uh, is or or Bully. Um, so it's a it's a really nice. Nice uh, mix of, of uh, flavors, but that's called Low Tide. It's really okay. good. Sounds good as well. I love hearing about all the films that you've introduced to your kids and the ones that they're checking out as yeah. well. Yeah, have they gotten into anything new that you've shown them recently, or has anything especially gone over better or worse than you thought it would? Well, they are... They're starting to kind of uh, have, you know, more of their own personality with uh, yeah. their taste in movies. And so the movies that I watch with them now, I'm starting more and more to watch this one with this one and this oh, one gotcha. with the other one. And so, like, my my younger son is uh, really, really loving horror movies right now. And uh, during this whole shut-in, he's... You know, I, I keep finding him kind of exploring horror movies on, uh, mostly on, on like Netflix or, or through the library, through Hoopla or something like that. Mm-hmm. My older son is, uh, he's really enjoying, uh, sort of, uh, witty, verbal, uh, I, I, I haven't shown him any, um, uh, oh, What's his name? Uh, Charlie Kaufman 
movies, but but I think those are going to be amazing for him. He's going to love that kind of stuff. But okay. uh, with a uh, uh, couple that we've watched and uh, have enjoyed watching, we watched Annihilation after watching uh, Color Out of Space. I thought those would be a really good double feature, and so... Um, watch yeah, color out of space. Each other. Yeah. Don't they? Yeah. yeah. And then watched Annihilation with uh, my younger son, and he was very, uh, he was, he was kind of transfixed by it, but, um, you know, delightfully puzzled, I should say, you know, like, he mm-hmm. didn't really quite know what to think of it, but kept, kept wanting to think about it, you know. Uh, That's so, a good reaction. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping, uh, hoping that, uh, that he, uh, he continues. Uh, scratching that that kind of itch. Uh, the older one we just revisited, uh, the Hunt for Red October and All the President's Men. Um, he wanted to watch both of those. Um, I mean, he knew I wanted to, but he was like, "Yes, absolutely, I will sit in on those." And, uh, so he's, you know, after All the President's Men, we got to talk a lot about recent history and and um, uh, how. <laughs> How much how the times back? are reflecting, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. so those have been uh, uh, those have been especially good watches recently with them. Very timely, very topical. Do you have a favorite like movie snack that you like tend to go for, or just whatever's around? I, you know, I get in trouble if I snack, so I try not to. I okay, like I'm good at not eating things. That are not in front of me, <laughs> but if I know, right? in front of me, I will <laughs> just eat all of it until I'm sick. And so, yeah, I basically not a no. not a snacker if I can help it. Um, so, yeah, I usually have a. I like I like to drink coffee if it's one part of the day, or or drink a beer if it's the other part of the day, and, uh, and you're that's about all that. I go with. Yeah. yeah. Well, people are doing everything right now from, like, baking bread, which, I mean, I can barely boil water, so that's out. And then there are those that are doing jigsaw puzzles. So have you taken on any new hobbies, or are you just kind of doubling down on books and movies? You know, I'm not – like, I watched a 1,000 movies, over a 1,000 movies last year, and I'm on course to do about the same this year. I think I'm past the 300 mark couple weeks ago so um you know about about the same where you were really uh i am reading more books uh you know after working after doing that barnes and noble blog i i really you know i was kind of sick of reading at the pace i'd been reading i wanted to slow down and and then it, it got weird because you know i was like friends with a lot of authors who whose books I wanted to promote, but you know it gets weird when you you come across one. And you're like, I really like this person, but I really did not like that book. And I've been there with filmmakers. Yeah. yeah, how do you? So uh, the last couple of years, I kind of I really kind of pumped the brakes on reading books by people I knew. Uh, I just like you know what, we'll come back to those. I want to read <laughs> books by people I don't know, and and I can. Uh, and right now. Um, Right now, I'm I'm just I'm enjoying reading more. I tell you, there's a uh, there's a movie, a brand new movie out um, available to to rent called uh, Arkansas, directed by Clark Duke, the actor. Okay. 
do you know Clark Duke? He's the kind of nerdy kid in the Hot Tub Time Machine movies. And uh, uh, anyway, his directorial debut is a, a movie called Arkansas. And the book that it's based on is also called Arkansas by John Brandon. And it's been on my shelf for at least 10 years, probably longer. Um, wow. As one that I've I've intended to see uh, read. I read another book by him called Citrus County, and I loved it. And so I wanted to read Arkansas, but I've not gotten around to it. And I saw the trailer for the movie, and I thought, that looks right up my alley. I really ought to read the book. So reading the book right now, and then I'm very much looking forward to seeing the movie. It, it looks looks great. It's got uh, uh, oh, one of those Hemsworths and a uh, and Vince Vaughn and Vivica Fox. and Yeah, looks good. Oh, wow. John Malkovich. Yeah. yeah. That's always good. I prefer to, if there's something coming and I have access to the book, mm-hmm. I jump for it right away rather than wait and think, oh, yeah, I'll read the book sometime. But you are you never really get into it after you see the movie, I think. I, yeah. I prefer to do it the other way around. Read the book first. It it. I think there's a case to go both ways, like last summer i read jim thompson's the getaway for the first time after you know having seen oh, yeah. the movie versions and loving them frankly i i love them uh and you know i finally read the book and i knew it was going to be different um mm-hmm. and, but now that i i gave it enough space uh i can uh you know i could read the book and um not and just see it in your mind movie. yeah well, I could see it in my mind, but but it, it like if I'd read the book first and then really wanted to uh, see the movie, I and you know maybe be disappointed by it not being sure, not matching what's in my head. But I, this way, I get to still love the movies, and uh, and the book was absolutely terrifying uh, in ways that the movie movies weren't. You know, the movies were their own thing. Mm-hmm book is is entirely something else another experience i had recently was uh reading um jonathan ames you were never really here after seeing uh the movie and um you know i i actually really enjoyed that i also caught up with uh suzanne moore's uh in the cut after you know watching the movie again for the you know fifth time or something like that so um i enjoy reading books after seeing the movies. Fat City is another one I read finally after watching the movie several times. Um, so I, I can go both ways, but yeah. yeah, with Arkansas, I definitely wanted to read the book. Um, and I, I am looking forward to the movie. Yeah, I remember once reading uh, Dennis Lehane's Mystic River and just falling in, falling in love with his use of language. Uh-huh. And when the movie was coming out, I had this thing where I used to go on Halloween to the movies every year and I went that Halloween and finished the book like in the theater while oh, I was wow. waiting. And so while you I were waiting was, to see the same movie? Yes. Like oh. I, I had like a couple chapters ago and I was speeding through and I, of course I loved the movie, but at the same time, the entire plot involving the Kevin Bacon character was mm-hmm. so much, you know, more developed and far more interesting in the book. So I remember the first time I saw it, while I liked it, I was a little disappointed. And then enough time went by before I was sent it to review, like, years later. 
And when I saw it again, then enough space had gone by that I was able to appreciate them as different animals a little right. bit better. Yeah. Well, I like to say I like barbecue and I like barbecue potato chips, but I don't <laughs> expect them to be the same thing. The same you know, thing. They're, uh, I can see where the one is definitely drawing, is influenced by the first, but uh, they're not, you know, it'd be stupid to eat the chips and expect Yes. It to be the same experience. So, um, yeah. speaking of the maybe my favorite novel of the last ten years or so um, by Donald Ray Pollock, The Devil All the Time. That's going to be a movie, uh, a Netflix original, I think, this year uh, with Rob Pattinson. And I forget there were a bunch of casting rumors when it was first announced, and they, they changed place. I think Pattinson is still uh, still in it, but. That's a movie I love, or a book rather, I loved so much um, that you're a little worried. <laughs> I'm a little concerned. I mean, yeah. I I hope it's going to be good. At the same, t- I also it's been long enough that I don't remember a lot of specifics about the plot and things like that. It's just sort of the the tone and the language were so striking. If they can, mm-hmm. if they can kind of match the tone, I mean, there's a way to do the movie that would be terrible, uh, you know, just really incredibly grimy and and you know, no, the 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 awfulness of the subject matter is really offset nicely in the book by the beauty of the prose. You know, it's okay. like it's just gorgeous to read and terrible. Actions, you know, sure. <laughs> horrible people and terrible actions with, you know, told beautifully. So I don't know how to how they're going to how the movie's going to be. I'm very interested in, in the film coming out, but uh, it, it, it will probably if it's a good movie, it will probably be quite a bit different from the book. If, if that makes gotcha. sense, if they just put the book on screen, I'm imagining it it'll might be, be pretty grim, pretty just relentlessly grim, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited excited to give it a shot though. I just heard that they're going to make Jeffrey Eugenides, um is it Middlesex? Oh yeah. And I have I love the book so much, but I have no idea how they would make that into a film. And so it kind of reminds me of for years my dream project has always been somebody need live well, too. I've always been like, somebody needs to make Tim O'Brien's The Things They Carried, and also somebody needs to make The Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay. But part of me is thinking, God, those are two of my favorite books. I don't know if I want them to be films. I think they would be better as series. Mm. But it makes you a little apprehensive. So I I see where you are right now with um, the Pattinson one. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Are you uh, working on anything new yourself? I uh, no, I can't no. write right now. I'm, it's too hard I'm to so concentrate. Distracted. Yeah. yeah, I'm somebody who needs. You know, I've got two teenage boys and a wife here in my house and a cat, mm-hmm. and it, it we're, it's a tiny house. You know, there's sure. Uh, so to get writing done, I always left the house. Uh, yeah. And, there's nowhere to go right now, and, and maybe that's not a bad thing. But, yeah, I mean, I've technically got several novels and, and 
things like that, that are in my head that uh, are trying to get out. But uh, no, if I'm being truthful yeah. about it, no, I'm really not working on anything right now. <laughs> You're not alone. It's so hard to concentrate, like even just writing little uh, nonfiction pieces. Yeah. I'm finding it's nicer to have them be shorter. So I'm also enjoying the podcast where I kind of give myself a little break from writing. So yeah. totally, yeah, totally good. But I just want to thank you so much for being on Watch with Jen today. And oh, absolutely, you know, thanks for having me. I'm, it's it's nice to this is this is as social as I've ever been. Now talking <laughs> to people re- frequently on the phone. <laughs> no, I love it, and I'm really grateful that you shared all of your good taste with us today. <laughs> Appreciate it. And I'm going to look up the nerd of Noir now. Yeah, well, he's yeah. on my he's on my Twitter feed. He's a you know his his blog is still up there. You can still read, but they're all old posts. And I think most of most of the more recent ones are are links to you know he used to contribute to other like online journals that are so they're links to old to pieces that that are no longer up either. So uh, it's un- okay. unfortunate, but yeah, he's a he's a he's a good a good guy to to. Uh, if you like, especially if you like crime stuff. So. Sounds good. And I can't wait to check out Blow the Man Down and Low Tide. So yeah, I appreciate no. that. <laughs> good double feature, seaside, small town stuff. Sounds good. Well, you take care and have a good weekend, Jed. All right, you too. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. This is Jen Johans at FilmIntuition.com or FilmIntuition on social media and Letterboxd. And this is Watch with Jen and Friends.